Thank you. We thank you that you sent your son to save us. But you didn't leave us alone. You sent your Holy Spirit. Not only to change us and give us new birth, but to give us the, the ability and the power to change lives and bring your salvation message to everyone. Holy Spirit, we thank you. We pray that that will be our prayer right across our church, that you would rest on us as a church, that you would rest on us as individuals. We need more of you, Holy Spirit. So thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. So not, not only we did lots of things here, um, we... Uh, one of the things that I was intending to do this morning was that Jules has done this amazing video about uh, what's happening in Bulgaria. We need to get uh, the offerings out to them. Uh, next Sunday will be the last week we'll be taking offerings physically in church. The plan is that uh, this is a one week thing that we're doing at the moment and that we will meet physically next week. Uh, We've got alternative venues potentially lined up, so whatever happens, we should be able to meet physically next week. But what I want you to do is I want you to, to encourage you to watch your emails this week because you might turn up at the wrong place, you might turn up at the wrong time, uh, and you need to know what we're doing. And, and I know some of us can look at an email and think, I've got hundreds of emails. Then, but the important thing is you read the, these ones that are coming out this week and we'll keep you up to date. Uh, but yeah, back to Bulgaria, back to Philip. We, Jules has done this fantastic uh, video uh, explaining, showing what, exactly what we're doing and why we're taking this offering this year. Um, if you want to go and look at it, like before it comes around, then it's on Facebook, it's on our Faith Life Facebook page, it's on my personal Facebook page. Uh, and there's a QR code on the end of that video that you can just scan and that'll take you to the giving page. Uh, alternatively, you can wait till Tuesday, we'll send that video around on an email to everyone and, and you can scan the QR code at the end of the video again and, uh, and give that way. Uh, if you haven't given or you want to give again uh, physically, then we'll be doing that for the last time next Sunday and hopefully we can get a really generous gift out to Philip and bless all those kids that are out there because uh, uh, without that, they, 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 they don't have a lot. It's unlikely they'll get anything, so it would be fantastic if we could bless them in that way. So, I had something lined up for this morning. It, it doesn't work on camera, so I'm, I'm going to do something else. And um, as, we, as with all these things, what, one of the things that happens is that you, you get one thing that happens, and then you get another thing that happens. So the first thing that happened last week, while, while I was away, was my computer, my laptop stopped working. And so when we got the news that we couldn't actually meet in the building, I couldn't actually go and have a look at what I could talk about or what was there. So uh, what you're getting is the product of prayer and worship on the aeroplane coming back last night and this morning. So uh, we're gonna talk about something that's actually really important, really important uh, in this season, really important in terms of uh, what we're facing in the world right now and also important in respect of our own lives. Um, so I'm just going to get my uh, lectern back that uh, Sarah borrowed and uh, what I'm going to talk about this morning is I'm going to talk about thankfulness. 
and you might think well that's kind of a you know one of those topics that isn't that important we all know we need to be thankful but I don't think we fully understand how important it is and how important it is to God and uh, when we face things you know even minor things like not being able to meet in our building like you know it, it, it's kind of a big thing because it interrupts our routine things have been going great um, we've been really moving forward and yet you know these things come along the enemy throws you a curveball and you think well you know this is this is terrible actually it's not that big a thing it's not that big a thing in terms of uh, our journey with God the enemy can throw whatever curveballs he likes but uh, we'll just throw some Holy Spirit bombs back at him and uh, we, the victory's ours anyway but you know it's a truth in life isn't it that you will always or we will always have opportunities to be discouraged there will always be opportunities to be discouraged but as kingdom people we don't have to take those opportunities we don't have to take those opportunities to be discouraged and one of the the things that's really important in that is that we learn thankfulness and we operate in thankfulness because it's so easy to fall into discouragement isn't it you know a curveball comes along my laptop blows up we can't meet in the building and you think well you know what what what, what do we do but the kingdom isn't subject to the same rules as the world and the kingdom operates in different ways so whilst we'll always have opportunities to be discouraged we don't have to take those opportunities and it's so important to be thankful because there's this as I've said there's so many uh, opportunities to be discouraged to be disillusioned to be disappointed but there is actually many things that we can all be thankful for and it'll be different things for each of us but there's there's lots of common things we can be thankful for we've got to you know all that that uh, those platitudes we come out with well you've got a roof on your head you've got food on your table and you've got a set of clothes to stand up in well that's true and it's easy to forget that actually a lot of the world doesn't even doesn't have those at all so we've got even we've got that to be thankful for and and part of the problem is that we we compare what we have and we get disappointed because others have more or you see all these things where you've got these famous people living these amazing lifestyles but the kingdom lifestyle is really different and the kingdom lifestyle runs on grace and faith but it also runs on thankfulness so let me just show you a couple of verses to start with I'm going to start with second uh, Corinthians chapter 4 verse 15 For all things are for your sakes, that grace having spread through the many may cause thanksgiving to abound to the glory of God. So what he's saying there is that grace that is available to us through what Christ paid for on the cross should cause thanksgiving to rise up. And as a result of that, things happen or people see how we're responding to things and that abounds to the glory of God. It, it, it grows the kingdom, it affects things spiritually and it affects things in the natural because of that. 
And then we, if we go to 2 Chronicles chapter 5, verse 13 and 14, we, we see a, a, a perspective on how that happens. So 2 Chronicles chapter 5, verses 13 to 14. Now, just a little bit of background at this. They, they've actually, uh, the, the, the Israelites have built the temple finally. The, the original temple that, that, uh, that David gave Solomon to do. And, and he's built the temple and they've done all the consecration of the temple. And this is what it says. Indeed, it came to pass when the trumpeters and singers were as one to make one sound to be, he be heard in praising and thankfulness towards the Lord. And when they lifted up the voice, their voice with trumpets and cymbals and instruments of music and praised the Lord, saying, For he is good, his mercy endures forever, that the house, the house of the Lord, was filled with the cloud, so that the priests could not continue ministering because of the cloud, for the glory of God filled the house of God. And, and praise and thankfulness has this ability to shift atmospheres. And it shifts the atmosphere in the room because our thankfulness and our praise connects us to the presence of God. You, you might be familiar with that verse that says that God is enthroned in the praises of his people. So it's this, this attitude of praise and thankfulness. And the, the, the truth is that when we're thankful for things it lifts heaviness it it lifts what the the enemy has tried to bring into our life and it introduces and opens up our hearts and uh, and the place where we are to the presence of the lord and uh, so it's really important in this that we kind of remember some things and one of those things to remember which which kind of shouldn't be even in question and we forget but we forget these days is that worship isn't actually about us. Praise isn't about us. Thankfulness isn't about us. Uh, and worship never is meant to be about us. And one of the, the key elements of worship is that we start with praise, we start with thanksgiving, uh, and that's kind of a biblical model. It's a biblical model in the Old Testament, you see it repeatedly, but it's also a biblical model in the new, just think about how the, the Lord's Prayer starts with our attention on God and, and praising him for how amazing he is and being thankful for the things he's done for us. And why is that important? Well, it's important because that attitude of thankfulness and thanksgiving gets our eyes off ourselves, off the problem, off the circumstance, off the source of discouragement and on to the one who is worthy of our praise and thanksgiving. And in doing that, it gets our eyes off us and onto the one who has the answers. It gets our eyes off our limitations to the one who has the ability to change situations. It gets our eyes off our lack of understanding or our lack of wisdom or, you know, like, why did this happen? To the one who has the wisdom to show us what, what is happening and how he intends to deal with it. It gets us off our uh, lack of ability to the one who is able. And it gets us off our limited short-term view to the eternal view of the kingdom of God. And because of that, what, what, what that's saying is that our thankfulness and our praise 
actually connects us to the heart of God. And the practice of thankfulness changes hearts, it changes mindset, uh, it changes the patterns of our hearts and it affects us as people. And so in this world that we've experienced for the last few years where there's so much uncertainty and um, so much going on around us, we can still be thankful and we can still praise. And in doing so, we will start to change the atmosphere around us. But more than that, that thankfulness and that praise will change us as people too. It not only affects what's around us, but it affects our hearts. So even if you, you can't think of things to thank him, thank him that he has saved you, that you're not going to an eternal destiny of hell and punishment but he saved you from that he rescued from that you from that when you were heading there he's redeemed you he's brought you back so that you're no longer owned by the enemy that the, the the power of the enemy to influence your life is broken and and jesus has done that for you that he's he's brought you out of things out of the things that you were stuck in out of the things that you couldn't get out of and he's brought you out of that but he's also brought you through some things and and we go through things and he takes us to the other side in this life you know the, the, there's no exemption from going through things as christians we, we're not exempt from from the world that we live in we're not exempt th through from going through difficult times but he takes us through, he takes us to the other side and he fulfills his promises. Be thankful that even though we're not meeting physically this morning, that we have a church. That we have a church family and that we're there for each other and we care about each other. And that it's a church that preaches the word and it preaches the, 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 the fullness of the gospel of Christ. And, so, and be thankful that you've got a family. Be thankful that you've got a church family. Be thankful that you've got a physical relationship family. So there's, there's so many things that we can be thankful for. Now let's go to Philippians chapter 4 verse 6. I ran out of sticky so now. I'm having to turn over. Philippians chapter 4 verse 6. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your quests be made known to God. So that's a really powerful statement, isn't it? Be anxious for nothing. But integral with that being anxious for nothing because we know God's got the answer to our prayers is our thankfulness for what he's already done and our thankfulness for about what he's about to do. You see, faith has thankfulness before it sees the result of its prayer because he know, faith knows that God keeps his promises. So we can think, thank God in advance of seeing uh, what we have not yet experienced because he, we know that he will keep his promises. And so, in that attitude of thankfulness, in that attitude of going to God, we take everything to him, we get his wisdom, we get his perspective on our knees, and we listen for his answers. You know, so often we go to God, don't we, with requests and 
asking for things and telling him what we need and then we walk away and, and kind of assume that he'll just do it in isolation when in actual fact God is a God of relationships so it's really important that we wait around for his answers and it, you can't wait around before God be miserable and grumpy and complaining about what you haven't got, what you haven't seen. Because God doesn't inhabit that space. He inhabits the space of our thankfulness. His presence is attracted by our thankfulness. And, and when our hearts are hearts of thankfulness rather than hearts of complaining, and, and that enables us to hear God clearly. When we, we have this kind of moaning, downbeat, bitter, complaining, doesn't, you know, oh, God doesn't do this and oh, it hasn't happened. When we, when we have that, we, we actually just, uh, in a way, create a load of noise so th that causes us not to be here, able to hear the wisdom of God so he can take us through to where he wants to get us to and we can see the answers to what we're asking for. So thankfulness is an important part of our prayer life. It's an important part of what we do and how we live in the secret place. And you know, I said earlier on that we enter his presence, we enter his courts with praise and we enter his gates with thanksgiving. I'm not sure if I got that right, the right way around because it, it just came out but we enter his courts with praise and we enter his gates with thanksgiving all the other way around doesn't really matter but what's that saying is the model that he's talking about there is how God showed Israel through the tabernacle how they were to go and approach his presence and whilst obviously we don't have tabernacles we don't have temples and all that sort of stuff it's still true that the the, the first step of approaching the presence of God is through praise and thanksgiving. It's so important that we realise that, that you, you don't just like pile into the presence of God. It, it's a step-by-step -step thing and the first of those steps is praise and thanksgiving. And so that's really important. So let, let's say, you know, you're, you're believing for a new job or you're believing to move home or you're believing for your to be able to pay your next rent bill or you be believing uh, for some new clothes or, or whatever you're believing for and it's so easy to look at that and say well I've got no idea how we're going to get there but a key in that is to be is actually to be saying I'm thankful for what I already have I'm thankful that, that I have these things and, and being thankful involves us in something. Being thankful involves us in taking care of what we have whilst we look to God to give us what we haven't or to, to show us how we can receive what we haven't. So how, how does that, well, when you're looking, say, for a new job, you might be thinking, well, this is a terrible job I've got myself into or it's just not what it was or, or whatever. Uh, or you're looking for a promotion, then how's been th how does being thankful in that work? Well, being thankful in that works by doing the job you have now really well for the glory of God. You, you, you give everything to that job that you don't want to stay in, and, and that enables that thankfulness, attracts the presence of God 
to bring about that change that you're looking for. Because he's got a plan. He, he knows what he's doing. He can be trusted with your life. You know, if, you, if, you, if you're believing to move house, or you're believing for an extra bedroom, or an extension, or all those sort of things, if, you, if, you, if you're trusting God for that, then how's the way to be thankful? Well, look after the house you've got. Keep it right. Keep it clean. Look after it. Don't let it deteriorate. Don't look down on it. Keep it, keep it decorated. Look after it. And, and so on. So being thankful uh, now for what we have involves us taking care of what we have and doing uh, our utmost for, for God's glory in the situation we, now, we currently find ourselves in until we see the answers to the prayer for what we're asking him. You have to take care of what God's trusted you with so he can trust you with more. That's a, you know, that's a, a real kingdom principle for, for believers this side of the cross. That's not an Old Testament thing. It's a kingdom principle. Jesus himself talked about it, didn't he, in the parable of the talents. That you, 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 for what you're trusted with, then God can bless you with. In fact, one of the things that just comes to mind is Jesus said, he was talking about uh, the believer's attitude to money. And he, and he said, he called money the least of these things. How we deal with our money, how, how we are thankful, how we generous, how we give, actually is Christianity 101 as far as God's concerned. He, he looks at that and he goes, this is the training ground for your faith. Will you give when you haven't got yet? Will you give when, when you, you, know, you haven't seen what you want to see? Will you give when it's a sacrifice? And, and this, is, this is what he says. He says, that's the least of things. And if I can trust you with the least of things, I can trust you with the bigger things. And, and often, you know, we, we want to move on to these bigger things. We want to be this amazing Christian. We want to see all these miracles in our life. We want to be on the platform. We want to do all these things for God. And yet we, we aren't, aren't doing the least of the things. We aren't showing to be trusted with what he's already given us. So where am I going with this? Well, thankfulness affects God in that he tracks his presence because he loves our hearts to be thankful. But it also affects the quality of the life we live. You see, as a pastor, you, you can come across all sorts of people in, and, and yeah, it is a spectrum. You come across people who, are, who moan and complain all the time and then you come across people who are just completely opposite. But what I've noticed over the years of being a pastor, and it's 16 years now, is, and, and you see, see a few things, and you get to see things evolve over time as opposed to just like a, a snapshot testimony or whatever. And when you see these things, what you find is that the people who complain and moan and um, just always have a downer on God and it's not working and all that sort of thing, they, they, they don't thrive. And yet the ones who are thankful, even when they shouldn't be thankful, and you think, man, how, how can you be so happy in what you've got? They're the ones that you see God bless just outrageously over and over again. And you go like, where did that come from? And, and it comes from this thankfulness. And there's this strange thing about the way the kingdom works. 
in that because our thankfulness is a reflection of our heart but also affects our heart, unthankfulness equals unhappiness. I, I never have ever come across an unthankful person who's happy. But I've come across, across a lot of thankful people who are happy and I go, how can you be happy when you're facing what you are? And they're happy. They, 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 they are thankful because they know that God is going to come through for them. So, as believers, and, and in this time of heading towards Christmas, a, a season of giving, a season of family, a season of remembering what Jesus did for us, all along and all along the way, I want to encourage you to be thankful. I want you to be thankful for small beginnings. You know, when we when we started Faith Life, if I look back 16 years, the, the first Christmas that we had as Faith Life, it, it, we, we were in a what seemed a big room then, but it's actually a tiny room. We wouldn't fit our kids work in there now. And, and we were there and we had a fantastic Christmas time. We had a fantastic Christmas service. Uh, it was just like this. We had an opportunity to be discouraged. Um, Cheval and I were getting all the food delivery for the Christmas party. We were going in to set it up and uh, our plane didn't arrive. We were in Prague at the Christmas market. Our plane didn't arrive and we were delayed. We had, had to stay in Prague the next couple of days and it was all like, oh my goodness. And, and yet we got back and we had this fantastic time, just a few of us. So don't be discouraged by those opportunities to be discouraged, but also be thankful for small beginnings because small beginnings become big endings. Be thankful for whatever opportunity comes your way, no matter how small. Take the opportunities because God is actually saying, I'm trusting you with the least of things. And if I can trust you with those, I can open up bigger opportunities for you. And, and so, you know, I remember when we started Faith Life and we were in our um, dining room. We'd, we'd had our bacon butties for breakfast and almond croissants. And you can do that when there's only eight of you. And, and I, I preached to eight just the same as I would preach to 80 or 800 or however many we, we preached to over the years. And, and, and it's so important that we are thankful and we honour God. I like right now I don't know how many people are inside this camera but I'm quite happy I'm preaching to Christina I'm preaching to Jules I've got Scott in the other room I've got Sarah in the other room Rob and I'm just quite happy I'm just happy because because God's happy when we're thankful and we don't let those opportunities to be discouraged we don't take them we're thankful for where we are so this Christmas this season but beyond this season, I want you to see how important it is to have a thankful heart. And if you found yourself like on the other side of the spectrum, letting yourself get down, letting yourself complain, looking at what's not going right, looking at the problems, I want you to go to the Holy Spirit and say, Holy Spirit, I want you to change my heart. I thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are able to change my heart. I thank you, Holy Spirit, that right now you're responding to my prayer to change my heart. I thank you, Holy Spirit, that, that you are showing me things and I'm inviting you to show me things to be thankful for. 
And right now, Holy Spirit, I praise you for Faith Life Church. I praise you for my church family. I praise you that Jules and Scott came in on their days off to get all the technology sorted so we can meet this morning. I thank you that Sarah was flexible enough to come and worship and do something she hadn't done before. I thank you for Christina singing there and supporting her. I thank you that, 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 that we were able to do this this morning. And Lord, I pray that it's for your glory. In Jesus' name. Amen. So, bless your faith life. Have a great week. We'll be back next week. We will be meeting physically. And we are not taking opportunities to be discouraged, but we're taking opportunities to be thankful and encouraged. So watch your emails and then you'll know what's happening and what we're doing. So we're heading for Christmas. Next week's Chris Tingle's service. We'll have uh, mulled wine. We'll have mince pies. Uh, there'll be some great stuff that Scott's got for the kids and the youth. And the week after Christmas party, uh, we're going to have the full Christmas party, Christmas service, presents for all the kids, uh, some great word, uh, some prizes for competitions. So get your Christmas jumpers ready. Jules is already in her Christmas jumper. She started early. You don't get prizes for starting early, unfortunately, Jules. But he's very encouraging. Uh, strange Christmas hats, best Christmas outfits. Just scan your wardrobe uh, and dig out from all those like bags or whatever with your bad Christmas jumpers in and do turn up in your bad Christmas jumpers. And we'll see you there. Be blessed, Faith Life.